Well, Laker fam, it only took us 10 years, but the Lakers are NBA champions once again. They came out tonight and just dominated game six and beat the Miami Heat to close it. This was an unbelievable game just from the get-go. This was what I wanted to see back in game five on Friday. It was so exciting. There was so much to talk about. I have, of course, you guys already know, Laker Dad, who is very, very happy. It's been a complete 180 since his attitude on Friday. He is very excited about tonight's win. Dad, thank you so much for being here with me tonight. How excited are you right now? Very excited, Hannah. So many different levels. There's so much to talk about with the Lakers winning their 17th title uh, to tie the Boston Celtics for most uh, in the NBA. By a mile, by the way. The next team after that has six. Um, just a lot to talk about tonight, Hannah. Now, this, like I said, you know, this was the kind of performance that I wanted to see in Game 5. They came out from the opening tip and just dominated. LeBron James was amazing tonight. He finished with, what a shock, another triple-double. He was the Finals MVP, very well-deserved, very obvious. Anthony Davis played tremendous, especially on the defensive end. That second quarter, they just went on this crazy one run, got a 30-point lead, and just never turned back. And this is what I wanted to see on Friday night, which is what I think a lot of people expected to see. But unfortunately, Lakers just thought they were going to come out and win an easy one on Friday. So that wasn't the case. But tonight, this was a championship performance. You know, Hannah, you know, I, I was thinking after Game 5 that maybe there's not that much difference between Miami and the Lakers. Maybe they really are. Are evenly matched. So I felt really good tonight. If you're going to win a title, I really wanted the Lakers to win with a dominant game, to really leave with a great feeling, not like they just squeaked by. If they had won game five, you know, obviously I would have been happy, but, you know, it was such a tough and hard-fought game. This makes me feel really good that the Lakers really are the dominant team this year and played really, really well. And you know what else was a big deciding factor? You know, you look at Game 5 on Friday, and, you know, we talk about LeBron and AD getting their points, KCP helping out, but besides that, no one else on the team did anything. Tonight, it was a completely different story. Every single body contributed. Rajon Rondo put on a layup clinic tonight. He was phenomenal. He had 19 points. We had KCP with 17. Alex Caruso was amazing. I mean, everyone just played extremely well tonight. It was a collective effort. You could tell the entire team was fired up and they were ready to win this championship and get home. Once again, the coaching staff made yet another adjustment with this game. They did not play Dwight Howard. They started Alex Caruso, his first playoff start, and uh, boy, did he come through. Again, one of those typical Caruso games. If you look at the stat sheet, it doesn't always jump out at you, but he did a lot of things really well. Yeah, I mean, I can't even give Caruso enough credit just for everything he's done this whole season. He has been you know, so reliable and so consistent in terms of, you know, you're right, maybe he doesn't do things that really show up on the stat sheet, but so much that just really helps his team in terms of his energy and his hustle. He's always a guy out there diving for loose balls, just throwing his body around and really just helping us win. And tonight, you know, I was happy he got that start. I think he deserves it. And he obviously, it was the right decision because the Lakers, like I said, came out and just dominated from the opening tip. What a, what a great story Alex Caruso is. Hannah, you remember three or four years ago, we were first introduced to him in the Summer League. You know, he came in with Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart. And, you know, no one knew who Alex Caruso was, but he played really well in the Summer League. And he really, you know, caught some our attention and, and then got a two-way contract. 
And now, a really short time later, Ball, Ingram, all those guys are gone. Kuzma's not really playing that much and not really doing that much. And Alex Caruso, the one guy left, not only is playing, but playing a very prominent role and doing it very well. Yeah, I mean, I can't say enough about Alex Caruso. I'm definitely very proud of him, excited, happy for him. But you know what? When I look back, I'm just so proud and so happy for this team. You know, it is just insane when you think this is a very new team this was all put together this last summer after of course Kawhi Leonard you know really broke all of our hearts and really kind of threw us for a loop when we thought we were going to get him but Rob Palenka put together a perfect team I don't know how he ended up seventh in voting for executive of the year just he was gypped but it doesn't matter because he ended up winning the title but I mean a fully new team and then when you look at Everything they had to go through this season, all of the ups and downs between, you know, David Stern passing away and then Kobe Bryant passing away and Gianna. And then, you know, we have the pandemic. And then on top of that, just dealing with this really tough Western Conference team. I mean, it was, I think it's pretty safe to say, at least in my opinion, probably, I don't know if it could have gotten gotten much harder under much more difficult circumstances. And the fact that the Lakers were able to win this championship, man, I mean, I know we probably say it after every ring, but this one just feels so sweet and just so well-deserved. Yeah, let, let's go back even a little further than that, Hannah. And over, you know, when the, when the training camp started last year, remember they went to China and that's when all hell broke loose with China and, you know, they were stuck in China. No one knew what was going to happen. It, it really, this was an incredibly challenging year. I think anybody would tell you for the Lakers, you know, to come out on top, this was really an endurance test. They deserve an incredible amount of credit. This was not easy to go through everything the Lakers went through this year. You know, we can go back even further with Magic Johnson stunning everybody by, you know, by suddenly retiring and, and I thought throwing the team under the bus. You know, we couldn't find a coach right away. People didn't like Rob Palenka because Magic kind of stabbed him in the back. I mean, it, it was chaos last summer, if you remember. Somehow, the whole out of the ashes of just complete annihilation, they built this incredible veteran team where everybody played their role and was, I think this was, Vogel likes to say this, was a star in their role. I mean... I completely agree with you. I actually forgot about the China thing. I mean, when you look back, it's just been such a rough six, seven years for this franchise. And to go from not making the playoffs to then the next season winning the NBA championship, I mean, I don't think any other team has done that. I can't remember one. Yeah, I, I don't remember that ever being done before. It's it just, it just really stunning. And remember, you know, we had home team, you know, home court advantage, but we didn't get it because we're all in the bubble. You know, we lost that. There were no fans there. I mean, just the whole journey, the whole episode was incredible. And I think the Lakers deserve an amazing amount of credit, as do Frank Vogel and his coaching staff and Rob Palenka. Yeah, and, you know, I really wish that we were able to be in Staples Center right now because we would have been at that game, at the game tonight. We've been probably at all of these games, and it would have been so exciting to watch. But, you know, I've really got to throw my hat off to the NBA and just I'm so thankful for them because the way that they approach this situation I mean they went through the entire bubble the whole three months maybe it was even longer than that with zero 
coronavirus cases. And that is absolutely crazy. I don't think anyone thought that was going to be able to happen. And they did it. They put so much time, so much money, so much effort into making sure that this went smoothly. And I'm just so appreciative because we got to have basketball back and we got to get another Lakers championship. Yeah, Hannah, I remember when they first talked about this bubble, you and I were very, very doubtful they would be able to pull it off with you know, nobody getting the coronavirus with as, you know, as infectious as it seems to be. Really, this is just really an incredible achievement. I don't know that the Lakers will get credit for it. I think some people will say, you know, maybe Miami wasn't the best, you know, opponent, the strongest opponent they could have taken. Everybody thought they'd face the Bucks or maybe the Celtics. But that, you know, again, for everything the Lakers have endured, incredible leadership from LeBron James, just incredible, in addition to what he does on the court. I just, I really can't give them enough credit. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you know, LeBron James, obviously growing up being such a Kobe Bryant fan, I never liked LeBron. I never really supported him. Then, of course, when he came to the Lakers, you know, I'm a Lakers fan first and foremost. So I, you know, accepted him. I was happy to have him on the team. But man, what he did this season and what he did in this bubble and what he did in these playoffs and these finals, I mean, he... It sounds stupid to say that he's proved himself to me because obviously I knew he was the best player in the world. I was just being salty because I was such a Kobe Bryant fan, or I am such a Kobe Bryant fan. But LeBron James, man, unbelievable. Yeah, you know, Hannah, uh, I'm actually kind of speechless. He's going to be 36 years old in two months, and he he was absolutely the the player uh, of the playoffs. I mean, he he won everything. He was the best. He's proven himself again, I think, right now to be the best player in the NBA, even at his age. It's just incredible. And I, I do have respect for him. You know, he came to the Lakers and I think his attitude has been right the entire time. He's been he's been polite and respectful to the Lakers legacy, to Kobe Bryant, to the history of the Lakers, to the front office. And again, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but on the surface of it, he has always said the right thing. He's obviously been a wonderful leader. You know, he could have gotten frustrated, especially after that game five debacle. But, you know, I just think he's really comported himself with incredible amount of confidence and dignity and respect. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for him right now. I completely agree. And another thing is, and I know the whole team has said this, but he hasn't had an ego and the whole team hasn't had an ego. They've, they really made a point to emphasize that, that they've all played, you know, egoless basketball. And even, you know, going back to game five with LeBron giving that last second shot to Danny Green, you know, I mean, it just goes to show he had confidence in his teammates. He wanted everyone to succeed and he was just the true definition of a leader. And I I honestly just cannot say enough. I can go on and on about him, but another player that I do want to talk about is Anthony Davis. Now, Obviously, Anthony Davis came from the New Orleans Pelicans where, you know, he wasn't going to go far in the playoffs. He was never going to win a ring with the Pelicans. He came to the Lakers. We all know he wanted to be here. And in his first season, he got a ring. And I mean, I just know how much this means to him and how amazing this is for his career. Yeah, um, this is wonderful for his career because, again, he had uh, sort of a reputation of a great, great player, but not really a winner per se. Um, again, he's been remarkable this year. He's played through some injuries. You know, he showed up. And I got to tell you, Hannah, again, he's a great offensive player. But defensively, what he did in these playoffs, what he did tonight in this game was absolutely stunning. I, I just, I rarely have I seen one player impact the defensive end of the court like he has in these playoffs and again tonight. Tonight, 
the Lakers' performance on defense was maybe one of the greatest defensive performances in the NBA Finals history. It was that good. Oh, no, I completely agree, especially in that second quarter. We even heard Frank Vogel say, you know, tell his team in in the huddle, you know, we're playing a near-perfect defensive game. Don't let up, don't let up. I mean, it was just absolute perfection. They completely contained Jimmy Butler. They completely contained the entire Miami Heat team. And like you said earlier on in the podcast, it was great to see them win this with such a dominant performance because I know we all wanted them to win on Friday, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have been as sweet because regardless if they had won on Friday or not, it wouldn't have been a dominant performance from start to finish. And tonight... It was. Tonight, like I said, it was a championship performance. Yeah, and I felt good about that. I completely agree with you. If they had won the other night, you know, obviously I'm happy they win the title. But it would have left me with this this kind of nagging feeling that, you know, they didn't play that great and they really didn't show they were definitively better than Miami. Tonight, they came out from the opening moments and they dominated. This is This is when you really feel good that you are the champion. Well, I know I feel really good. I know you're feeling really good. I know Lakers Nation is feeling pretty good. The team is feeling pretty good. Rob Palinka looked lit in the, in the award ceremony. He looked like he was having a great time. Everyone just looks like they are ready to party and get home. So, I mean, Dad, do you have any final thoughts? I mean, yeah, you know, Hannah, I can't help but reflect on the last seven or eight years for a variety of reasons, you know. I, this is a little embarrassing to say, but but you, as a teenager, started watching the Lakers very religiously right around the time when they just weren't very good. And you and I went through some very, very slim years with these guys when it was really awful, and they were dark days in the Laker franchise. Remember, you know, Jerry Buss died, and then there was the power struggle between Jeannie and Jim Buss, and they got rid of Mitch Kupchak, and then Magic Johnson comes in, and then he leaves— this franchise has gone through so much adversity, but somehow, some way from the chaos of last summer, they put it all together and now it looks like everybody is, is getting along and, and the future looks bright. We started with Robert Sacre and Ryan Kelly and uh, now we're here with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So I would say that's a pretty nice little jump, but you know what? You got to go through some clouds to get a rainbow, as I always like to say. Yeah, Hannah, again... Um, you know, I think everybody's just feeling great right now. Uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason. You know, I, I don't think the Lakers are going to stand pat. They are going to have to make some moves if they want to stay competitive again next season. But uh, I think we all have a lot more confidence in the front office right now and really feel that the franchise is in a good place. Yeah, you know, obviously there is a lot to talk about still with this team moving forward in next season. So I'm sure we'll cover that in a podcast, you know, coming up shortly. But for right now, I want to just keep it talking about now and we won the championship it feels good I feel exhausted it's been a full year of basketball and I just feel so exhausted and grateful say something about Rondo Hannah because what a performance tonight I did say something about Rondo I said he had 19 points he was putting on a layup clinic he was unbelievable and we just know the leadership that he's brought to this team I mean Anthony Davis even said it you know that him and, and LeBron have just really pushed him to be a leader and have just really pushed him to lead this team and just take his game to the next level. You know, when Rondo joined the team last year, I mean, he had a very, very rocky year last year. He kept hurting his hand and he was in and out. And when he played, sometimes he was good, but most of the time he wasn't. And he kind of repeated that again during the regular season this year. Again, he he was playing with Spotty and he was kind of up and down. And But boy, when the playoffs started this year, you know, he was fantastic through the playoffs. 
And in these finals, you know, he was very, very instrumental. Boy, what what a sweet victory for him. This is his second title. He's got to be the only guy who's won with both the Celtics and the Lakers, which is kind of ironic. But man, you know, from a guy who didn't really contribute that much during the season, he he was so instrumental in these playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he definitely proved playoff Rondo's a thing and, you know, finals Rondo was a thing and game six finals Rondo was a whole other animal. I mean, that's for sure. How about KCP? Let's talk about him. You know, again, a guy who's been very much maligned the last few years since he joined the Lakers, you know, sometimes was good, most of the time wasn't. And, you know, again, in these playoffs, and this year really as a whole, you know, he played pretty well during the year, but in the playoffs, he was very instrumental. No, I completely agree. I mean, I will be the first to admit I've had some very not nice things to say about KCP these last couple of years, man. He has really uh, not been my favorite guy, but I've got to say throughout these playoffs, he really won me over. He was yeah. really consistent. I mean, he was that guy that pretty much every night was our third leading scorer on most nights, and he really came out and was, for a lot of times, the only guy who consistently was able to knock down that three-point shot reliably. I thought he played hard on the defensive end, and he really played extremely well, so I, I honestly can't say enough about him. He really did win me over. I take back every bad thing I, I said about him, that's for sure. You know, let's you mentioned the fact, and let's not lose sight of the fact that Avery Bradley, who was a very big part of the team this year, it was a stunner when he decided not to join the team in Orlando. I, I Boy, I got to tell you, I wasn't happy about it. I understand his personal circumstances, but you, know, you only get to the finals once in your life. And he was a crucial part of the team. And for him not to show up, you know, in the biggest moment like this, it really left the Lakers, you know, with a question mark. And KCP is the one who really stood up and filled that position. Yeah, you know, what's crazy is when Avery Bradley announced he wasn't coming, I remember we were, I was very upset, actually. Avery Bradley was my favorite player on the team. And we were saying, how are we going to even play without him? And tonight, when you said, and they're doing this all about Avery Bradley, I actually forgot for a second he was even on the team. And I'm sorry, you know, to even say that. But, I mean, you're right. And I'm sure he's at home right now wishing he was able to do this because who knows if he's ever going to get another opportunity like this. But, man, KCP really did step up, and, and they needed him to, though. It just it was a very odd situation. I don't know if there was more to it than was publicly released. But, um, you know, obviously losing him uh, was a tough blow, but the Lakers somehow persevered and they overcame it anyway. They definitely overcame it and they overcame it in a big way to win number 17. Laker fam, I know you guys are all probably well on your way to just partying it up right now. I'm excited to go and celebrate. Um, Again, I do, before I end out this show, I do just want to thank you guys all so much for another amazing season. Thank you guys so much, everyone who is listening to this show. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all of the love and support that you guys give me, whether it's doing a YouTube video, whether it's doing these podcasts, whether it's doing, you know, even just an Instagram poster, you know, following my tweets on Twitter. I really just appreciate all of the love that you guys show me every single day. I'm so grateful to be a part of this Laker fam. And man, 
Hope you guys are all out there really celebrating because we definitely deserve it. Now, I know this is technically my last podcast for this season, but I'm definitely going to be continuing these going into the off season. And there's going to be a lot more from me that you are going to be seeing this off season. Got a lot of really, really exciting things in the work. So definitely make sure to stay tuned. Definitely make sure you are following me on all of my social media handles. I will have those um, linked below here. Um, again, it's my Instagram's at Hannah Rose Kulik. My Twitter's at Hannah underscore Kulik to keep up with all things. Laker hand now Laker dad I also want to thank you for coming on night after night doing the show with me I know there were some frustrating times you maybe didn't want to do the show but I forced you to do it and honestly I couldn't think of a better co-host thank you Hannah it's been a pleasure it's always wonderful to to do this with you and and hopefully there are people listening to us and they've enjoyed what they've heard So far, you're the most popular one. Everyone always tweets and wants to make sure that you're on. So thank you guys so much again. I hope you guys have been enjoying the shows and there will definitely be more. Let me know what else you would like me to kind of cover in these podcasts because, again, I'm going to keep them running. Um, So if there's anything in particular you'd want me to talk about, um, some trades, any off-season moves you want to see, really just anything, I'm open for it. So that's going to be it for tonight. Again, Lakers win number 17 And it feels so darn good to say it. But until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, guys.